0: Hello and welcome to Everyday Wholeness with Lori Fletcher. I so hope to come to you with encouragement and with joy and with hope, which I've learned are things that are not tied to our circumstances, but instead in the messages and person of Jesus. I hope here to tackle relevant topics of today and provide you with practical ways of feeling like you are living in a place of peace and wholeness every day. Hello, hello. Good December morning uh, here on Everyday Wholeness. This is Lori Fletcher I coming to you with part three of Practical Parenting. And I'm excited to uh, finish this out, but please know that like the journey of parenting really is never over and could never possibly be summed up in, in three sessions. But um, just some things that have been on my heart are here in these three lessons on um, parenting as I feel like I'm in the trenches of, of parenting right now. And, um, and I love it. Uh, but it's just a really good uh, growing season as a parent and I just wanted to share what I felt like the Lord was teaching me. so to begin I'm gonna pray for you the listener um, and for whatever brought you here and for whatever it is that that I can I can help you through through this recording today. so Holy Spirit thank you so much for this listener. thank you so much for everything that they are for their heart of gold. That you've brought here today, Lord, I pray over their their mind and their heart as they listen. I pray that they're encouraged by you, that they can feel you surrounding them right now. In these lessons and in in the words of your of your scripture, in Jesus' name, Amen. So, um, if you haven't listened to the first two sessions on practical parenting. I encourage you to, to listen to those, um, but you don't have to. So episode three on practical parenting, I'm going to talk about, um, I've talked about, you know, just the the rawness that it feels sometimes in, in in parenting from the heart of a mother. Parenting one was just a poem and how it how it feels, you know, so often as a mother. And then practical parenting was was lesson two. And, and I mentioned some things about um, tuning into who your children are meant to be and, and letting that help guide you in making decisions for them and raising them toward uh, their strengths and their weaknesses that the Lord uh, reveals to you as you raise them. And today I'm going to talk about uh, the power of your leadership in their lives and the power of what you say and the power of how you listen. So that's what I've got for you today. And I'm going to try to keep it short, but just just two very key things that I feel like are simple, but absolutely necessary when, when parenting and raising up world changers. So I'm going to read to you Uh, scripture, I'm going to read to you the scripture of the power of life and death are in the tongue. And I need to locate where that's found, Um, but I know that this is a scripture that we quote often in our home. It's Proverbs 18 and 21. The power of life and death are in the tongue. And we quote this a lot because we're going through a season right now where my oldest two are um, not getting along a whole, not getting along very well. And so I hear myself saying this a lot to them. And there's, you know, the old, the old adage when you're a kid growing up, the sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I don't know who came up with that, but it's such a lie. Words absolutely can hurt you. The Bible says so. What we say to our children matter and actually can speak life or death into their hearts. And because we are the ones who spend so much time with them, it's so important to manage and handle what comes out of our mouth. I think more than ever, our current generation has learned the power of words on kids. So we're in this, what I'm observing is that my generation, those born in like the 80s, Um, we've learned the power that our words have. But I feel like there's been a lot of overcorrection where instead of still raising your kids and speaking life but speaking hard truths has kind of been overcorrected. And I want to say I feel like there's a lot of our generation that has kind of babied our children and not had the hard conversations or allowed them to make mistakes or allowed them to have to experience hard things. Um, And so we've kind of overcorrected. So I'm going to try to bring it back to the center lane uh, here when I'm talking about what you say. One of the scriptures that my kids, um, and, and I'm trying to get them to memorize the scripture is because as parents, our words matter, but not just our fluffy words. But our words in our discipline and in our correction and in our teaching and in our hard conversations, we are not perfect beings, and I know that. We all screw up sometimes. But what I'm encouraging is that you have incredible intention with your words. So when you're disciplining your children, which I talked about last week, very intentionally, discipline them with your with your words of course uh, execute whatever consequences and things like that that you have that that you need to that helps them grow but also your words um, my husband and I are very intentional with our words when we're having difficult conversations and that's that's what I'm talking about of course speak life into your kids of course encourage them but also, don't be afraid to have hard conversations and correct them with your words as well. So, you know, in my teenager, we, we often, we're in that season now because we have a teenager where we're having a lot of hard conversations where we have to tell her in love, you know, the this is why we're talking to you. This is what result we wanna see in your life as you grow and as you mature. And we just have tough conversations, but we're very intentional with our words. And so for you, whatever season you're in and raising your children, I'm encouraging you to not underestimate the power of your words and how you speak into your children. Um, and that includes speaking life into them, correcting them with love, being intentional with your words, and not being afraid to have the hard conversations. Um, And when I say hard conversations, I mean hard conversations about their conduct, hard conversations about um, relationship problems, hard conversations about money, hard conversations about sex and puberty. Be intentional with your words. Don't avoid the hard conversations and the next um, thing i'm going to tell you about that is of course you're going to have to seek the wisdom of the lord before you have those conversations so that's my next point so my next point in practical parenting is oh my gosh do you have to learn in good productive fruitful parenting One of the most important lessons that you could possibly begin to discipline yourself in to execute anything else that I've taught is you're going to have to learn to be a good, excellent, expert listener. Now, why are you going to have to be a good listener? Well, let me tell you. In Scripture... James 1 and 19 says, You have to be quick to listen and slow to anger. Quick to listen and slow to anger. There is so much listening involved in proper parenting. To even know what to properly say and how to properly use your words, you have to listen. To know how to be a good parent, you have to listen. To even understand what the Lord is telling you about your children, you have to listen. So how do we learn to be good listeners? Well, it is a practice and it's a discipline. Um, you've got to practice listening to the Holy Spirit. You'll have to deal with whatever level of humility that you have to deal with to listen to other people speak into your life as parents. I know it's like a pride point when other people talk to you about your parenting. And so for that, I'm going to say, be selective on who you allow to speak into your parenting. For, For us, um, Here's what I do. Here's the practical part, and I and I hope I don't sound like I'm rambling. But the practical part of parenting, um, when it comes to listening, is I listen. I listen often to my husband, who has you know we have a blended family, Um, and so my husband uh, came into our lives when I already had two kids, and then we had two kids together. But um, there were some dynamics that he came into that that often naturally occur, you know, just through divorce and through survival mode that happened in your parenting. Um, And I'll never forget the the moment that I was humble enough to listen to what he had to say because he was on the outside looking in, but I didn't, I didn't want to hear what he had to say about my parenting until one pretty intense uh, argument in our kitchen where he was trying to speak to my parenting and I was so prideful about my parenting that I wouldn't listen. But the Lord corrected me in that moment. And he said, you have to listen to your husband. And that moment where I began to listen to my husband about our parenting kind of changed everything in our lives where we began to be a team. And it was and it like dissipated the, these are my kids. And you just got here, it just, it dissipated all that. And it kind of set us up for um, continuing our family and having more kids where he and I were a united front all the time on our, when it came to raising our kids. And if we're not united, we don't deal with an issue until we are. And so, um, but I had to listen. I had to listen to what he had to say. Um, The other there are other people that I allow to speak into my parenting and that's, those are my in-laws. My husband's parents uh, raised six kids and they were missionaries in Belize and um, they're spiritual moms and dads to tons and tons and tons of people. And so I often go to them um, and let them speak into me as a parent. And, um, and then of course, you know, there's, I have to dis, I have to, practice listening to the holy spirit about my kids so i have to practice being alone with the holy spirit and talking to him about my kids and listening to him about my kids and writing down what he's saying and then execute what he's what he's saying to me about raising these specific children that are in my home and the last one the last listening discipline i'm gonna say is a little bit more tough because i don't feel like i was raised in an atmosphere where it's common to do to do what I'm about to encourage you to do. And that's listen to your children. Listen to them. Listen to them about what's hurting them, what's affecting them, what's helping them. Listen to their continence. Listen to what seems to you know wake them up and make them alive but at simultaneously listen to what hurts them and affects them in a way that that maybe you wouldn't be aware of unless you listen to them so my daughter is becoming is is getting to an age where I can actually ask her you know are there are there things that you need to talk to me about things that I might be doing or saying that are affecting you negatively that you would like to talk to me about and and listen and I listen to her without being offended without and I tell her that I tell her you know this isn't a trap you're not gonna get in trouble I just want I want to speak life into you and if there's an area in our life right now where I'm not doing that I need you to tell me so that I can fix it and I listen to her about how she's feeling and that goes all the way down. I said, she's coming to an age, it's just our conversations are getting more in depth, but even my five-year-old, there's ways that you can listen to the heart of your little ones too, where something you said or something you did affected them in a way that you weren't even thinking about. It could have been something as simple as, hey, get out of the kitchen, I'm cooking. But the moment that you said that, they were just coming in for a hug or something and it might have made them feel in that moment rejected or you know it's that's a small example but listen i really 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 the most practical wonderful piece of advice i could give to you about parenting is listening with an open heart and being super intentional with the words that you speak to your children and when you mess up in the words that you speak to your children, going to them and owning up to that and saying, you know, I wasn't paying attention to what I was saying, and I'm so sorry. Um, and here's, and then, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm kind of stumbling this morning, but I want to read, I want to finish out with one scripture that is the one of the ways that you can evaluate how how this is going in your life. So if you're listening, and if you're being intentional with your words, the word for all of that is actually called wisdom. So I'm going to read for you James 3 and 17. And this is the measure of how you can know whether or not you are executing your parenting in wisdom or not. So this is what wisdom looks like. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. That was James 3 and 17. And I'm currently using this as a measure of how we are parenting. If we feel like the wisdom that is coming out of our mouths and into our children is from heaven and is peace loving and is considerate and is full of mercy and good fruit that's that's the sign that's how we know this is holy spirit filled parenting because this is how it's going to feel it's going to feel it's going to feel peaceful, even if it's a hard conversation. It's still going to feel, when you're executing it and when you're speaking to your kids, if it feels peaceful and considerate and full of mercy, that's that's the measure. That's how you know that you are listening and you're being intentional with your words. So I'm at 17 and a half minutes, so I'm going to close out now. But I still hope that, that this helped encourage you. And um, yeah, more lessons to come. Hello and welcome to Everyday Wholeness with Lori Fletcher. I so hope to come to you with encouragement and with joy and with hope, which I've learned are things that are not tied to our circumstances, but instead in the messages and person of Jesus. I hope here to tackle relevant topics of today and provide you with practical ways of feeling like you are living in a place of peace and wholeness every day.